Hey everybody, welcome back to the Grace Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here and we are back at it again. So thank you so much for tuning in. It is going to be a great episode today. So happy 2024. Can you believe it is already a new year? As for me, I'm a little bit shocked because honestly, the days were long, but the year was quick. It really did fly by. So we are now in 2024 and it's going to be a really great year. Although I must say that this holiday period was absolutely wonderful. Like there is that one week between Christmas, it's from it's from December 26th to New Year's and it is the most wonderful week of the year. It is my personal favorite week of every single year <laughs> because it is, it's that one week with absolutely no responsibility. There is so much leftover Christmas food in the house. You're now done hosting people. So it's just you, food, and just relaxation and it's absolutely wonderful except I found that I didn't know what time it was I didn't know what day it was so I I am more than ready to get at the new year goals and resolutions and start making something of 2024 so with that said I figured why don't we talk today about how to make your 2024 resolutions into your reality so before we get into today's episode I would firstly just like to apologize to you guys for not having an episode out for quite a while it is actually quite a funny story Um, my microphone broke so there was no way I was getting an episode out there but here we are back again and actually in that time I got to speak to quite a few of you and get to know you better and it was honestly wonderful and I don't want that to stop so guys reach out to me you can you can do so on Instagram on my YouTube uh, Spotify as well just send me a message drop a comment and I would love to get to know you guys if you have any prayer requests or honestly any content ideas if you have anything you'd like to be hearing more of in this podcast please do let me know and I'll put some good thought into it so let's get straight into this episode today we are going to be addressing what I believe are four pretty solid ways to ensure that you reach your goals this year and so just to give you an overview of what those are in case you want to skip ahead or just go straight to it the first one is being established in grace and you may not understand just yet how grace and goals go hand in hand but I truly believe that having a good foundation in Christ is the most critical step in achieving your goals. Number two is that diligence leads to profits. We are going to get into some scripture about that and just unpack exactly what diligence looks like, what your role is in in grace. And the third one is getting a hold of your thought life, what that looks like and the implication of it. And number four is if God has told you to do it, then you have got to get to it. You cannot keep on procrastinating, but it's important to get straight at it. New Year's is honestly such a wonderful time because it feels like that that reset moment. It's like Monday times 10, you know? <laughs> it's funny because I think every time I've actually wanted to start something, start a diet or a new exercise routine or reading my Bible more, I've been thinking, okay, we're going to start on Monday. It's never like we're going to start 
this right now. It's more of a, this sounds like a Monday problem, you know. This is like the ultimate Monday. It's a new year, it's a new start, and it almost feels like there is a new wonder to it. There's prospects for the new year, you think there's new opportunity, it's just, it's the bliss of the unknown. So that is something that we have got to take advantage of in this new year. It's the time to take a hold of the things you want to do. We all have things we want to achieve. So now is the perfect time to do it. So I thought that today I would start by reading some statistics to you because honestly, this is, this is so interesting. So the top New Year's resolutions for 2024 are at number one, improve fitness at 48%. Number two, improve finances at 38%. Number three, improve mental health at 36%. Number four, lose weight at 34% and improve diet at 32%. Now, of course, there's a lot more. Like I can see some of the niche ones here, um, perform better at work, travel more, learn a new skill, stop smoking. So there are some pretty specific ones there as well. But there was one real statistic I haven't yet told you that honestly completely blew my mind and I'm going to share it with you now. And it is that 80% of all New Year's resolutions are abandoned by February. Can you believe that? It's so early in the year, but it's also so understandable because getting into a goal, it, it can be so tough. Breaking habits, building habits, it's not an easy task. But you know what? The beautiful thing about this is that to that 80%, there is a contrasting 20%. And all of you here today are those that are in the 20%. You are going to win. You are going to see your goals come to fruition because you are founded in the right thing, and that is Christ. So today, we're just going to talk through how to make this all happen. But before we get right into that, I would just like to read a little something to you first. And it is something that I originally read in a John Maxwell book, and I think the book was called The Winning Attitude. Um, so this is a poem written by a man named Edgar Guest, and I'm just going to read a little portion of it to you because I wholeheartedly believe that it is one of the best pieces of advice anyone could receive regarding their goals or really achieving anything. And uh, this poem is called The Costliest Mistake, and it says, There are thousands to tell you it cannot be done. There are thousands to prophesy failure. There are thousands to point out to you one by one the dangers that wait to assail you. But as you buckle right in with a bit of a grin, then take off your coat and go to it. Just start in as you sing to tackle the thing that cannot be done and you'll do it. Man, what an excellent poem because it is so true. There will always be people to tell you that you cannot do the thing that you want to do. In fact, those are the words you will hear way more than the encouragements. Those are the words that will stick with you, the words that are at the back of your head just telling you that there is no point even trying because it's simply too hard. But you know what? As soon as you actually buckle down and start trying, you will be able to achieve it. But there's something more to it. You see, you and me have a supernatural advantage, and that is the power that Jesus has given us. It is the Holy Spirit. It is a thing that sets us apart from everybody else. And that is what our first point today is, and that is being established in grace. Now, 
I truly believe that to be established in grace, that is to align yourself with the finished work of Jesus instead of agreeing with what the world declares. There will always be people to tell you you can't do it. Society will always have a reason or an excuse for why you can't achieve or for why you specifically can't be what you want to be. But being established in the finished work of Jesus says I'm not confined to the opinions of others. It says that I know who I am because my identity is not my own. I am not my own. I am aligned with Jesus and that is enough. As I said in the beginning video, I truly believe that grace and goals go hand in hand. And when I say grace, I mean the costly, costly gift that Jesus gave us that is now free to us. It is the blessing and the righteousness that has been bestowed upon us. It is the understanding that Jesus didn't deserve to carry our sin or become sin, but he did. And in the same way, we don't deserve to carry his righteousness, but we do carry his righteousness anyway because of who he is. So that specifically is what I'm talking about when I reference grace. And one of the reasons why I truly believe that grace and goals go hand in hand is actually found in Psalm 60 verse 12, I believe. And it says, Through God we shall do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. And that right there is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible because it takes the pressure off of our shoulders and puts the burden on Jesus' shoulders. You see... This realization of how grace and goals are linked is simply that usually when we are going into the new year or have any sort of goal we want to tackle, say less anxiety or building better relationships or anything like that, you need to understand that Jesus has already vanquished the things that should not be in your life, but it is simply your job to claim it, believe it, and then make it your reality. As believers, we have already been given the divine gift. And that gift is that we are no longer confined to the brokenness of this world. Even though we live in a broken world and sometimes those effects begin to encroach on our lives and we begin to feel like we are still broken, we are not. We have been redeemed, made whole, and one with Christ. So when those those effects of the world that begin to wear you down, the brokenness, the anxiety, the depression, you have to claim that, nope, I am not broken, I am aligned with Jesus, and I receive that gift that he gave to me freely. It's not your job to go and and fight for something that has already been won. It is simply your job to receive it. Now, you may be wondering, Gracie, how, how do I receive it? I will tell you just how. First of all, you declare. When you begin to use your words to declare back scripture of the word of God right back to God, there is a, there is a whole new thing that happens. It is... Oh, it is such a beautiful thing because when you declare God's word back to him, miracles happen. I am telling you right now, miracles and breakthrough happen. So if I could make a recommendation to you, it would simply be to go have a look in the Bible and pray into some scriptures for your year. A few um, scriptures that really declare what you're believing for this year and start to pray those. This is something that I've done in the past and it has honestly worked so tremendously well for me and it is something I'm going to continue doing and I pray that you do too. The second thing that I would say is believing with your actions. We all have experienced 
what it is like to believe with our thoughts and and believe with just our hearts and that right there is the root of believing with your actions but this is truly such an important part have you ever met somebody who would say things and then do the complete opposite you know what it actually is it's people whose words and actions just don't line up like it feels like there's some real disparity between what they're saying and what they're doing and honestly it can be the most frustrating thing like actually (laughs) i remember the other day somebody sent me a video max just recalling it now uh and it is the perfect example of this um the video was captioned girls with god first in their bio and then the video was of this girl just doing ludicrous profane hilarious but like wrong things and it just goes to show that it really does take intentionality to link your Uh, your beliefs and your actions and honestly I think it's so incredibly important because when you start letting your your beliefs sort of take control in the form of your actions you'll actually be shocked with how well they govern you and before you know it things are just going to come easily to you it's not anymore going to be this this grind of just striving and striving for what you want but it's going to begin to come naturally because right believing leads to right living what's so beautiful about grace is that it's an outworking it's not something you should have to strive for it's something that you believe and then your actions follow it doesn't mean you don't have to be intentional about your actions though you definitely do a really great scripture for this is found in Romans 12 verse 2 and it says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God oh my goodness what a beautiful scripture and what I love about it is how it says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind what happens in your mind and your soul and what you think about what you allow your emotions to dwell on will end up either being what keeps you stagnant or cause you to regress or it will be what transforms you and this right here is what brings me into my next point and that is controlling your thought life this right here is so critical when we choose to dwell on negative things things we shouldn't be thinking about start living in the victim mindset oh i don't have this oh i don't have enough start to become pessimistic all of these things what ends up happening is it reflects on our life and on the flip side what can also end up happening is our our circumstance ends up dictating our thoughts and this is all based on our perception of our reality as you perceive things to be so you will believe them and i truly believe that what you end up dwelling on what you think about all the time is ultimately what you will become So you kind of have to ask yourself, are you thinking about negative things? Are you thinking about what the world says about you? Are you thinking about the hurtful things that people have said to you that have gotten you down? Or are you thinking about the promises that God has made to you? Are you thinking that he has already fulfilled them? Are you thinking that you are well able 
because Christ has made you able. Did you know that it's something like 90% of our problems originate in our own heads? A lot of the time, the problems that we are feeling in our lives are coming from our thought life. It's honestly a little bit scary to think, isn't it? So what we think about really does determine so much of our reality. And that is why... I really want to emphasize the importance of the scripture found in Philippians 4 verse 8. I remember from when I was so small, my parents ingrained this scripture into me from like in all sorts of different forms. My mom is so funny because she likes to break out in song sometimes and this is one of the songs she would sing particularly any songs to do with scripture she found a way to to sort of fuse scripture and music and I just love that about her so I remember a lot of the time when she would put me to bed she would sing the, her own rendition of Philippians 4 verse 8 in, in song form and so I know this scripture now and I I truly believe that it is such an important scripture to live by. And just to tell you exactly what it is, it is whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are pure and just and lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, and if there be any virtue, think on these things. Then it proceeds to say, and the God of peace shall be with you and keep your heart and mind pure and lovely. So when we become intentional about what we dwell on and what we allow ourselves to think about, it inherently becomes a part of our reality. Because as said in that scripture, when we think about these things, God sends his peace, his provision, his love, his kindness to stand God at our hearts and protect it and make it pure and lovely so that we can be transformed by the renewal of our minds. You see, what renews our minds is the peace of God, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And as we begin to think about the good things, he is able to impart his peace onto us. So that right there is why our thought life is so important. And I really want to encourage you to just take a hold of that this year, because as you begin to do that, you will start to see the hand of God in your life. You will see the results of his peace, his prosperity, his love for you. And it's really just going to expedite your process this year. And now time for my next point, which is that diligence leads to profit. Guys, we all have things that we are going after this year. And even as I look back at 2023, I can pinpoint several things that I wanted to have achieved by this point now, you know. Um, and Honestly, to be completely, completely honest with you, there have been several goals that were just too hard for me to achieve. But looking back now, if I had stuck with it for maybe a few more weeks, for maybe a few more months, I would have achieved it. It would have been successful massively successful and it is so bad to look back at something and think oh my goodness if only I had given it that little bit more I would be where I wanted to be and that sting right there is what is gonna teach you the importance of diligence and I know that I am not the only person that has felt this everybody has felt this and it is such an important emotion to feel because it is going to propel you forward and teach you the importance of perseverance 
But you know what? That's not going to be your story this year. This is a year of diligence and profit. So I'm going to read you a scripture that's found in Proverbs 21 verse 5. And it says, the plans of the diligent lead to profit just as haste leads to poverty. My goodness. (laughs) Sometimes the Bible can be so brutal and honest and I love it. It's wonderful. Something that I would like to tell you, uh, and this is very important to remember, is that biblical principles, literally any biblical principle is valid in nature and it becomes exponential in Christ. So if you even take the biblical principle out of uh, the biblical perspective and biblical morals and even out of Christianity as a whole, you will still find that very principle to be true. But when you apply biblical principles in your faith, oh my goodness, the yield is absolutely exponential. So that's why this scripture right here is so important. The plans of the diligent lead to profit. If you stick out that thing that you've been wanting to do for just a little bit longer, keep on, keep on going, keep on keeping on, you will see yourself win. And that is a fact. There is no way to avoid the profit that you will get if you keep on going. And let me tell you, even better, if it is something that God has spoken into your life and spoken over you, you not only are going to win, your process is going to be shorter, it's going to be easier, but don't let that uh, change your perspective into thinking that you're not going to face any challenges. You absolutely are. Because as I said earlier, you're not broken, but you still live in a broken world. And sometimes that brokenness just comes a little bit too close to home. So sometimes you are going to have resistance on you. And I will tell you right now, you will face the most resistance right before you you harvest your profit right before you have your your massive success and your massive victory and your win because it gets hardest towards the end it's it's at that point where you've been going for long enough that you start to think to yourself is this actually worth it is this making a difference am i wasting my time these are all of the thoughts that the enemy begins to sow into your mind right as you're about to reach your breakthrough and that links right back in to controlling your thought life. When these thoughts begin to come into your head, you have to stop them in their tracks and begin to declare the word of God of your life. And speaking of the word of God, my final, my last point, if God has said it, then get to it. All of us kind of had have this tendency in human nature and it's, it's this inclination towards procrastination. I cannot be the only one who, when I can see there is something that I need to do that I can, I know in my heart it's not going to be easy. I just don't want to do it. And I can see that uh, I'm going to start making excuses. I'm going to start putting it off. And before I know it, it's a few months down the road and I'm starting to get this scratchiness in my spirit, this, this thing that I really genuinely cannot run away from. And I know I can't procrastinate it anymore. So let me save you those few months of irritation and tell you now is the time. Today is the day. And there are so many great scriptures in the Bible for it. But I'm just going to throw in at you one that we all know. And it is that this is the day that the Lord has made. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's so wonderful is that every single day we get on this earth 
is a gift from God and is a reminder of our salvation. See, you and me, we have been gifted with everlasting life and a home in eternity, a purpose in eternity. But with that comes a purpose here on earth. And it is your job, it is your responsibility to steward and fulfill the desires that God has placed in your heart. Uh, 4 verse 10 says, Do not despise the day of small beginning, for the Lord rejoices when the work begins. God has placed something special in your heart, something that is unique to you. Don't let an inaccurate perception of your your abilities, of your reality, of what you actually have in your hands, prohibit you from doing what you need to do. You may be thinking, oh, I don't have the resources that I need to start this business. I don't have what what I need to start my family, etc., etc., etc. But let me tell you something. God will never ask anything of you that is not already in your hands. God has placed within your hands a seed to something beautiful, to a beautiful future, to a family, to wealth, to every single thing that he is destined for you. And if you ever wonder what these things are that he has for you, think about Jesus redeemed. Think about Jesus in heaven, what he has access to. Do you think Jesus is sick? Nope. Do you think Jesus has financial struggle? I'm sorry, it's almost laughable. No. You have divine access, divine purpose, and divine strength. You're not left up to yourself. You're not left up to what you think you can or cannot do. But you have the strength of Jesus on your side. And let me tell you something. Jesus sows people into your life that are specific for your purpose. So get good at differentiating who is there to support you and who is there to take from you. Because I'll guarantee you that in your life right now, there are, there are both of them. There are people who see your vision and want it for you and will support you and help you get it. Those are the people that you need to invest your time into this year. Those are the people that you want to surround yourself with and invest in. But the people that are there with an agenda to take something from you, realize it, see it, and and start to limit what you give them, limit access, because this, this is a very important part of what you're going to achieve this year. And now, no matter what it is that you are going after this year, remember to include God in it. It's going to become so much easier for you. Remember that it's not for it's not for God that we praise Him. It's not for Him. It's not like a need that He has. God's not egotistical, and He's not narcissistic. He's not thinking, "Oh my goodness, so and so had better had better lift their hands and and praise me. They had better pray. I need that." No. God stresses the importance of this in the Bible because he knows how much we need it. Because he knows that you become what you idolize and what you praise. So this year, be careful of what you put on a pedestal. Remember to put the right things on a pedestal. And the right thing is God. The more you look at him, the more you will become like him. And the more you become like him, the more you will see his hand in your life, the more you will just see this supernatural favor that you cannot explain. 
you're going to start living in the realities that were once resolutions. You're going to start to see just the favor that is upon you, that is upon your family. And before you know it, you are like a cup that is overflowing and everybody wants to be around you because they know they're going to get blessed. So this is a year of supernatural prosperity. And this, I believe, will be the year of breakthrough for you. And I am just praying that that you are able to achieve what you need to achieve this year. It is going to be such a God-filled and such an amazing year. And I have faith for you. I've got faith for me. So be encouraged. This is going to be your best year yet. So that brings us to the end of our episode. And I really hope that this has helped you guys and that you are feeling ready and inspired to go and tackle this new year. It's going to be a good one. So tune in two weeks from now for our next episode. You'll see it on my social media. And if you don't follow me, head on over to my Instagram and just just pop a follow so that you can see what's going on so you can get some scriptures that inspire you and yeah well everybody i hope that you enjoyed this and i'll see you again soon have an amazing week and lots of love